Rolling right along, United States uh, men's soccer has been a big theme this morning, one of the big themes, and let's welcome aboard right now and get his perspective and analysis and expert feel, and that is Jesse Marsh, New York Red Bulls coach in the MLS, former national team player, former national team assistant coach. Hey, Jesse, Mark Malusis and Maggie Gray, thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. You got it, Jesse. Um, how surprised are you? That the New York, uh, that the uh, that the United States men's team did not qualify for the World Cup. Shocking, incredible, really. I mean, I don't think any of us in the business ever thought that this day was co- would come. But you know, it's never been easy. It's always it always comes down to fine margins, but we always manage to find a way to you know usually uh, before the last game solidify our situation. So this year, obviously, very different and very disappointing. So, Jesse, you played for the U.S. men's national team. You coached with that team. I think well, a question that Moose and I have been trying to answer this morning from some callers and, and between ourselves is just, you know, does the U.S. have the facilities, have the coaching, have all of the things you would need to become a top program in the world? Do they have the infrastructure? I mean, frankly, right now, no. Uh, you know, and we're building that, I think, uh, over time. And, and there's been huge progress made in the sport. I mean, our, our MLS has, has made a huge progress in, in fan viewership, in the product of the game, in expertise of players and coaches. Youth development has come a long way. You know, so we're in a position where we should be at, we should be at the best level that we've ever been in terms of qualification for CONCACAF, and we're not. But when you're talking about comparing it to a world power, we're still behind. We're still a ways behind there, and that's normal. But the, the biggest disappointment is the setback of how we compare in CONCACAF. And, and I'll tell you, for me, it's not random. It's not. It's, when these things happen, it's, you know, over 10 games, we only won three of them. And it's never easy, and, and there are always battles, especially when you go on the road in CONCACAF. But, you know, there's, there's fundamental facts that we need to reflect on that. We need to look at carefully and figure out how we can get better from a coaching perspective, from a development perspective, and then ultimately from a first, you know, from our men's national team perspective. Can I just clear up for people, in case they don't know what CONCACAF means, because sometimes things are a little confusing with soccer, it's the Confederation yeah. of North, Central American, and Caribbean Association. And that's sort of, you know, that CONCACAF gets a certain amount of bids to the World Cup, and that's where the U.S. fell flat. Um, you've yeah. played for Bruce Arena, though. You know Bruce, and Bruce's legacy, I think, it, with U.S. soccer, I think is actually set. I think that people believe that he's one of the great coaches, but for the team to fall short uh, against Trinidad and Tobago, to me, though, Coach, and, and I'm obviously just a fan here, but it seemed like the team wasn't up for it or something, and I'm wondering how much you think that maybe rests on the coaching. Well, you know, it's obviously Bruce has to harbor some of the responsibility for this because he was the man in charge. But ultimately, he was only asked to do a job to pick up the pieces and, and kind of clean up the mess. And so, you know, I mean, it, I, I agree with you. I think that his legacy is solidified. I think that he's done so much in his career to prove what a great coach he is. He's going to have to live with this, which is, you know, a shame. And, and you really hope that his legacy isn't defined by this moment. Um, you know, but I think it goes deeper. I think, you know, the, the, frankly for me, the, the Jurgen years were not helpful. Um, you know, we lacked a true identity. We lacked, I think, a commitment from the inside, from the players, uh, from the coaches. Uh, you know, we lost our identity a little bit. And, and 
I was with the before Jurgen. I was with the with Bob Bradley, and and the one thing you know you can criticize Bob Bradley for certain things, but the thing that stood out the most with Bob Bradley teams is the identity and the character of the team. And you know, as Americans, I think that's one thing we're proudest of. And and when you look at our national team program and the history of it over the last 25, 30 years, that's been the identity. That's been the one mainstay of of what the American team has been. And you're right. In Trinidad, it didn't look it didn't look like our team. It didn't look like a national team. It wasn't something that that carried pride and responsibility. And I think that's where all of us are left asking a lot of questions. Well, and people are searching for answers, Jesse. And and I guess that's where I got. What needs to change? I mean, I've heard about pay for play, uh, developmental, uh, the the connection with the MLS, um, uh, a league that you coach in with and do very successfully with the Red Bulls, and you're a hell of a coach. What needs to change here moving forward to where we don't have this kind of a hiccup ever again? Well, I think there's little uh, adjustments that can be made from a from a youth development standpoint. So you, that's what you talk about when you talk about pay for play. It's much, It's far too expensive for young young players to play a game at a high level in in this country. So I agree with some of that. Um, But, you know, I look at it more from a, from a, a, an overall perspective. And, you know, I I don't think we're humble enough. I I think that we've come, become far too entitled with our approach, our standing in CONCACAF, our standing within our own country, the leaders in our sport, I think too often think that they're more established and, and they're more ego driven than they should be. Everyone who should be working in this sport in this country should have a huge level of humility, and I think that's a way that we can continue to move ourselves forward. And then anyone who's around the national team program, and I, and I knew this when I was a coach, you're a servant of the national team, right? Ultimately, it's your job to help the sport in this country be successful. And when you work for that, for, for the men's national team, there's a, a massive level of responsibility to what that means to our country and what that means to our sport and our country. We're talking with Jesse. Once you, yeah, get, once you get through that, then I think you can really even start to get more into now the the, the playing style, the characteristics of our players, the, the development style of, of what needs to happen with our youth. But our first our first standpoint is we need to really humble ourselves to the fact that we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, sorry, I jumped on you there. We're talking with Jesse Marsh. He, he is the manager of the New York Red Bulls, coach of the year. I never know what to go with, manager, coach. I, I don't know. I, I, I go back yeah, and forth. Okay, um, <laughs> It's almost like I, I asked Grant Wall, our soccer writer at Sports Illustrated. I'm like, what should I go with? He's like, go with whatever one you want. Um, yeah. It's almost like, Jesse, what you're saying is it's like ask not what U.S. soccer can do for you. Ask what you can do for U.S. soccer. Yeah. A little, you know, kind of taking a little from JFK there. You know, people yeah. want to know about the pipeline. And obviously, Christian Pulisic, who plays in the Bundesliga for Dortmund, Hershey, Pennsylvania, what a great story. He's 19 years old. He's the future of the sport. How's the rest of the pipeline looking? I mean, if you want to give us names, that's fine. But just how is the rest of that up-and-coming developmental, like how are we looking in the future? I think we're looking very bright. Okay. So that's where it's hard to, you know, can we be more efficient and better in youth development? We can. But there's a lot of young bright young players that are coming through. And, and one of them is with us. His name is Tyler Adams. So he's on the New York Red Bulls. He's 18 years old. He's of that same generation with Christian Pulisic. And, you know, Tyler is, uh, I think you're going to see, uh, will be more involved with the national team uh, here moving forward. I think there's other guys, Matt Miazga, Carter Vick. There's, there's young guys playing in Europe. There's young guys in youth academies here. Right now, the U-17s are playing in India, and they're, they've advanced out of the group phase. So, you know, there, there's, 
there's a lot of bright talent and it's, it's going to be about engaging that talent more. You know, we've had coaches that from the national team perspective have, have, have invested more in established veterans than young players. I think that that needs to change. It will obviously change now looking forward because looking toward the next world cup, we have a five year cycle to get ourselves ready to go to perform for that one. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not so worried about, you know, what the next generation of players will be. It's, it's more looking at the overall infrastructure and approach of what we do with U.S. soccer. You know, I'm curious, Jesse, I got a two-part question for you. You mentioned humility. Number one, Sunil Gulati, when he met with the media conference call, uh, some didn't like the way that he came across. He said he's not stepping down as president of U.S. soccer. Do you think he needs to step down? Number two is, where do you think the United States men's team and this national program, where do they turn to for the next head coach? Do you think they go outside the country, or do you think they, they hire from within? You know, the, the Sunil one is a lightning rod. Uh, you know, all of us know him that are, are in, the, in the program, uh, in, the, in the sport, in our country. Um, he's done some really good things, and then there's things that you can easily criticize him for. So, um, listen, I, I think it's not for me to decide, but I, I do think that this is part of the self-reflection is really thinking about as we go forward, who are the right leaders? Um, and that takes you to the coach. Um, you know, we have to, I, I think that, um, you know, I think as American coaches, we're still developing and we're still learning. Uh, so we're not final products yet, but you know, there's only there, ever in the history of the sport in both men's and women's, there's only one coach ever. That's where our national team has won the world cup, where it's been led by a foreign coach. And that was Joe Ellis actually for yeah. the women's national team. So Typically, it takes someone who really understands what the characteristics of that country are, of those players, of those fans. And so as much as I know that us as American coaches, we have more developing to do, I do think that the next step has to involve an American coach who understands the system, who has become more sophisticated, and can apply that to what we do next. And that has to not just be the first team. That the first team needs to play like the 23s, like the 20s, like the 17s. We need to create a true identity in this country for what we think the game needs to look like. And that's not based on formation. It's not based on uh, who, you know, a specific player or two specific players. It's more of an identity and a style of play that we can attach ourselves to. We're talking with Jesse Marsh. Okay, quickly, appreciate that answer, Coach. Uh, let's talk about your Rebels really fast. You guys made the playoffs, so congratulations there. Thanks, uh, you yeah. have big game coming up uh, tomorrow. That's at Harrison, New Jersey. So you're home for Atlanta United FC, one of the expansion teams in MLS this year. So that's exciting. What's your sort of thought process? You have qualified for the playoffs, but you want to make sure you're peaking at the right time. So what's the thought process between now and the beginning of the of the postseason? Yeah, we're treating this like a playoff game. And fortunately, Atlanta is a very good team and will be a very good test for us. So, you know, you can't you can't just turn the light switch on and off for when you want to play a playoff game and when you don't. So we have to make sure that going into the playoffs that we're fully prepared, that our mentality's straight, that our guys are sharp, and that we're ready to push for do or die. So we're excited. Um, you know, I think our team's been in a really good way, and, and it'll be a big challenge for us come Saturday or Sunday and moving forward. Jesse, final one for me, and that is that is MLS on the whole. Where do you think uh, this league, I mean, from where it started to where it is right now, and it continues to evolve and get better, but there's been some that have been critical of the MLS soccer on the whole. You're part of it. Do a great job coaching the Red Bulls. What about the MLS product? No, I mean, 
you have to separate the national team and, and MLS because MLS is clearly trending upward. And the last 10 years proved that more than anything. Uh, you know, when I first started in 1996, never thought I'd see our league at the point where it is now. And I think it's only going bigger and better. So, you know, and, and, and if the national team was trending the same way as MLS, we'd be in a very different place. Sure. So, you know, MLS is, is the future. Uh, it's going to become a big league. You know, it might take another 10, 15 years, but, but really the fans are, are really grasping onto the, to the identity of teams, to the identity of the sport. And I think it's only getting better. So, you know, it's really exciting time to be in MLS, that's for sure. Jesse Marsh, uh, Jesse Marsh, coach of the New York Red Bulls. Big match tomorrow, uh, qualified for the playoffs. Former national team member, former national team coach. Jesse, great perspective. We appreciate a couple minutes this morning. Thanks for the time and good luck tomorrow. Thanks, guys, and keep talking about soccer. You got <laughs> it. Will. will do. It was fantastic.